Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, welcome to episode 136. Today, we are going to explore the value in the sweet and simple things of life. This is inspired by a quote from Laura Ingalls Wilder, which says, I'm beginning to learn that it is the sweet, simple things of life, which are the real ones after all. I'll go ahead and and say it again because sometimes hearing a quote more than once is really helpful. So she writes, I am beginning to learn that it is the sweet, simple things of life, which are the real ones after all. This is totally my theme for this season. Today, if you're listening to the episode live, it's December 1st. If you're new to the podcast, hello. Thank you for being here. This is Celebrate Cultivate, and I'm Kayleen Elise Seuss. I'm an intuition coach and mom of three living in Austin, Texas. And this podcast, this show, is an invitation to you to slow down a bit, to take a deep breath. It's a place you can come to gather ideas and encouragement so that you can access your intuition and trust what you hear. Now that December is officially here, the holiday season is in full swing, and we just wrapped up a week of the kids being home from school. My in-laws were in town. My husband's dad and stepmom joined us for Thanksgiving. It was Adam and my 15th Thanksgiving together, but our first time hosting, and Truly, this was the most relaxed I have been in a holiday setting, in a time with my in-laws, in a situation where the baby is sleeping in a pack and play in our room. I just felt so aligned and in tune with my needs and the needs of everyone else and just so much allowing like everybody to be who they are and not feel the need to micromanage every situation. Of course, leading up to having the kids be home for a week and and all of that, there was some anxiety and some pressure felt from me in terms of like getting everything done and getting ready and all of that. But truly, I felt so good this whole time. And I think that that is for many reasons. One of them is time and practice. I was not nervous about the cooking that I had to do and the hosting because I've practiced this. I've done this many, many times. And so I I felt a lot more comfortable this time around than when I'm brand new at something. So if you're in a situation heading into the end of the year and the Christmas holiday season, if that's what you celebrate, if you're feeling anxiety and pressure at hosting or just managing the in-laws and grandparents and all the presents and all of that, 
One thing I want to encourage and invite you to explore is, is it just because you're new at it? Do you have a young baby and are you just kind of getting your bearings on all of this? Or have you had some sort of shift or change in your personal life where this is a new season that you're embarking in, even if it's like not the first season, but are you still fresh and new at whatever it is that you're approaching? Because if you are, that beginner feeling can be very uncomfortable and very disorienting for the mind, for the nervous system. So I just want to kind of clue you in that if you're feeling some of that, it could just be because you're just getting started because it's fresh and it's okay to be new and unsure when you're hosting or navigating the holiday season. And something that you can find a lot of support in is your intuition. So maybe do some journal writing, maybe do some deep breaths, do that practice of pausing breathing, asking, what do I need? And then listening, listen, listen, listen to the wisdom that comes through. And it can be on small things or it can be big things, but just coming back to that practice of asking what it is that you need in the circumstance and then playing, taking a light, gentle energy of following that wisdom that you receive. And as you do that, as you play with that practice, it will get more and more comfortable. You'll get better at trusting the wisdom that you receive. And in terms of the holiday season, you may fast forward a few years from now and look back and see like, wow, I'm way more relaxed. I'm way more in tune. I know when to rest. I know when to dial up my energy. And that I think sometimes can just take a bit of time. And on the way there, something you can try is focusing on the sweet and simple things of life. Because no matter what season you're in, no matter what challenges you're facing and what beautiful things you're facing, there's always sweet and simple things in life. Before we dive into like the whole episode, something I just want to ask is, how are you feeling about your self-care this season? We just finished the seven days of self-care over on Instagram and via email. So if that's something that you missed or, you know, you just kind of dabbled in, you can always go back and revisit those prompts, revisit those days, because you can take care of yourself in itty bitty small bite-sized ways or like big huge things of course I don't want to stop you from giving yourself a full day of self-care or whatever it is that you need but sometimes the smaller the bites the more accessible and achievable it is and in the holiday season when there is just a lot of extra stuff on your plate doing tiny small things can be really helpful. Some of the small things I've been doing is painting my nails and I have really gotten into the Olive in June nail polish brand. I 
was very into Manny Me. And so if you've heard me talk about those press-on nail stickers, I did really love those for about two years. So I still highly recommend those if you feel called or drawn to them. But now I'm back on my regular polished life and I've been painting my nails. I've also been leaving my nails unpainted and my toenails unpainted for like periods of time, which is really good and healthy for the nails. And so I've been really into that. And then I've also just been playing with allowing myself to do whatever feels good in the moment, especially at night after the kids have gone to bed. And lately that's been watching a fair amount of TV. And it's funny because I say that with like a tinge of guilt in my voice. I'm not sure why. I feel like that's just conditioning because I do not feel guilty about it at all. I'm really enjoying my TV show life. So, you know, I think that with self-care, there's just so many different shades. There's so many different options and anything can be self-care depending on the intention and how you are practicing whatever it is that you're doing, right? Today, I did like a good closet reset and clean up because I had things piled up and I hadn't put away stuff and I ordered new boot socks, but I hadn't unpacked them and put them in my drawer. So that was really a practice in self-care because I feel so much better sitting here recording this podcast with you with my closet sorted and and put together in a nice way. So tune into how you can take care of yourself this holiday season. Don't forget to take care of yourself, right? Like put yourself on the list. I understand there's a lot on the list. So again, find tiny ways to thread that self-care into what you're already doing throughout the day. A few other things I want to mention is that we still do have some openings for the gift of intuition, which is that single session with me this time of year. I reopened my calendar to just working one-on-one with me for a single hour. And these experiences for clients are really valuable in just getting back into that deep connection with your intuition. I always say that it isn't your intuition that needs to get strengthened, really. I mean, we people say, oh, I need to strengthen my intuition. Sure, that's a figure of speech, I think, because in reality, it's the like nothing needs to get strengthened. All that we need to do is go back into your intuition, go back to your inner voice, reconnect and re kind of sew that connection point between the mind, the heart, the inner voice, the soul, all of it. So bring yourself back into alignment and help soothe the mind, help soothe the nervous system, help all of those different pieces of you know and trust that the wisdom you get from your inner voice is just as valuable, if not more, than other data points that you receive in your life, right? The opinions of others, the thoughts from your mind. We get a lot of inputs daily, but how often do you pause and really connect to that deep wisdom that you hold within? So the gift of intuition can really take you from having those inklings of like, 
like, oh, I think I should be doing this or I have, you know, questions about X, Y, Z topics. Some of the things that people come to me and want to have sessions focused on are relationships and career or creativity. So we can really focus on anything that's that kind of itchy, scratchy, questionable place in your life will go into that guided meditation breath work that we start a session with and then turn the microphone over to your inner voice with my support, with my you know, talking through. So you're never alone. You're never left to just like figure it out all by yourself. I'm here supporting you, but really going to the source, which is your inner voice and getting that wisdom from you, the insights from your intuition. And at the end of the session, we chat, I send you an audio recording of the session so you can listen back to it. I also send a pretty comprehensive summary of what came through what insights your inner voice shared and some ideas on you know things that you can apply to your life and like i said people are really feeling connected to their inner voice after a single session and also just having that practice of knowing what intuition feels like what intuition sounds like the sessions are very calming Oftentimes people might be nervous before the session, but then at the end, I always say, how do you feel? And it's like so much relief, so much peace and ease and happiness and joy. So if that sounds like something that would be supportive to you, definitely sign up for the gift of intuition. And then we also have the next season of the season sessions officially beginning December 22nd. So that's coming up pretty soon. If you want to join the season sessions, that is my year-long coaching and community membership where you get to be part of a group of people who are in similar situations as you or have been in similar situations. So there's a lot of sharing of wisdom and support and connection and community. We have group calls and then lots of online resources for you to explore each season, like guided meditations and journal prompts. And this experience is something that really helps people find the support that they need from themselves through the year. So it is like the ultimate act of self-care. You purchase today, you sign up now, and then for a whole year, you've committed to doing small, simple actions that can help you feel more connected, more in flow, more aligned, more tuned in throughout the whole year, through all of the different seasons of life that you experience. And I'm really excited about the season sessions now, even more than ever, because we're entering our second year. So we were in beta mode. We were in the beginnings of the program. And now we've done it. We've done it for a whole year. I already have members signing up for their second year. And here's just a little a little note, if you are a freelancer or you own your own business, I know quite a few people who are signing up now for the next year because like I said, winter begins officially on December 22nd. And so you can sign up now and use that as a tax write-off depending on your tax situation. I know a few people who are doing that because we do really focus on 
business and career and support in those creativity expressions if that is something that you want to focus on. So just a little note about that, the season sessions and the gift of intuition, you can email me directly to book or you can go through the website, KayleenElise.com and all of the links are in the show notes for today. But let's get back to the focus for today. My theme for the holiday season, which is this quote from Laura Ingalls Wilder. I am beginning to learn that it is the sweet, simple things of life, which are the real ones after all. So let's start with sweet. What is sweet? Of course, we can think of like actually sweet treats, like the delicious sweet treats of the holiday season. But there's also so much sweetness in my life right now and maybe in yours too with your little children and babies and even the big ones can be sweet sometimes. So really opening your eyes and opening your heart to the sweetness that's already in your life But then also looking at how can you add more sweetness? And when I look at that, for me, it really comes back to my relationship with self and the words that I'm using to talk to myself and about myself. And some of this, a lot of it is habitual and is cultured or it is just passed down, passed through. So look at the conversations that you're having with yourself and with your best friends and your partner and your boss, whoever, your clients, and just notice where you can sprinkle in a bit more sweetness. So instead of trying to move away or eliminate or delete any negativity or anything like that. Like we're not here for the the toxic positivity. That is not what I'm talking about. But you can add more sweetness, more gratitude, more appreciation, more love. If you think something nice about somebody, express it. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, wow, I'm, this is a thought that I had today or an expression that I had (laughs) when I saw myself in the mirror this morning. I thought, oh, I'm really happy that I'm as tall as I am. And that isn't really an expression that I've had for myself maybe ever, but I just saw myself in the mirror and I think I was like standing upright, which really makes me happy to have good posture. And I thought, "I'm, I'm happy that I'm as tall as I am which by the way, I'm five, six. So my whole life, I thought I was five, five and three quarters. <laughs> and then relatively recently, I like in the last probably 10 years, I was measured and I was five, six and I'm, I'm five, six. <laughs> and it's funny because growing up, you may know this about me if, if you've listened for a while, but I was a, a competitive swimmer and I was a collegiate swimmer and in swimming, I was actually short. Um, a lot of the girls that I swam against, especially the ones that were most of the ones who were better than me were taller than me. And so I always thought that I was not tall. And then in regular life with, you know, all sorts of range of people, I'm like above average height. You know, I'm not tall, but I'm like exactly how tall I I want to be. I like how tall I am. My soul recognized myself in the mirror and said, you're the perfect height today. So 
little tangent, right? But this is just acknowledging and opening into the sweetness of life. And can you see the sweetness? Can you tune into the sweetness? Can you appreciate and dwell in the sweetness? And where can you sprinkle in more sweetness? This is free. This is small. This is just a little shift that you can make where you snuggle your children a little bit tighter or you kiss them just five more times, you know, like how can you do something sweet for your partner or your best friend that will make them just see that sweetness in life? Okay. From sweet, we shift into simple. And oh my goodness, do I feel called to simple right now? And maybe you do as well. So the holiday season can be like such a confetti of craziness and just like so much maximalism, especially right now as we're on the heels of all of the holiday discounts. I have every retailer known to the planet. I actually thought about it like, hey, I didn't do any sort of discounts for the holiday season. So maybe I'll do something for New Year's or I'm not sure. I know the gift of intuition session is pretty heavily discounted from what my normal session rate is. It's normally 333 and the gift of intuition session is 222. So you are getting a deal if you sign up for that. But I just realized like, oh, I didn't send any emails out. I didn't do any sort of specials. And one of the reasons why is because I feel inundated with all of the things. And so I did not want to add to that this season. Maybe in future seasons, I will feel called to that, but not this year. I am feeling called towards cleaning things out, clearing out the clutter, not adding excess where excess is not appreciated. Sometimes excess is like freaking amazing, right? But other times excess is excess. So I'm really tuning into the simplicity, the tiny moments, the quiet, the solitude, the less is more feeling. I haven't locked in, you know, all of the holiday Christmas gifts for my family yet, but I'm about to embark on all of that. And I just want to keep things potent and small and really focus on the experience of sharing gifts and sharing love and not just so much, right? Like In my house, especially because we were home with the kids for a whole week and our nanny had the whole week off last week. It was, she had nine days off if you count the weekends, which is a long time for her to have off. We have her here so much. And so I really wanted to give her, you know, a good amount of time off in a gratitude expression for the Thanksgiving holiday and week. And while she was gone, that gave me a lot more time to be with the kids and focus on the kids and also be with the kids stuff. And they just have, I mean, we have a pretty minimalist house. So when I say they have so much stuff, they really don't. (laughs) But it feels like a lot to me still. And I think it's because there's three of them now. And so I'm focusing on just, you know, curating and clearing out their closets and their toy closet and my 
Christmas decorations. I like went through our bins and I did not pull everything out. And I think some of it I'm going to donate or not put out this year and see if we come back to it next year and want to. Like I'm really just feeling a call towards simplicity. Even going through my closet today, which I have been on a bit of a a style exploration. I started working with a stylist this year and I have gotten all basically all of my clothes are new from this year with the exception of a few items. And so I have all these gorgeous clothes who I love so much, but putting them all together and putting them away in my closet and making, clearing out the space, like just getting rid of some of the clutter has helped me see how much I have and how much I can appreciate. And so it makes me want less when I simplify. Is that it? Does that make sense? And do you feel that way when you kind of like cull through and clear out and clean and declutter? Does it help you see what you have? And does it help you appreciate what you have? That's that's kind of the theme for simple for me is just really touching my things, seeing my things, using my things. And if something's not bringing me joy, you know, I am Marie Kondo all the way. I will part with it. I'll give it to a friend. I will donate it. If it's actual trash, I will throw it in the trash or recycle it. Like there's, I have no problem with that piece. But I think sometimes in the busyness of life and in the day-to-day comings and goings, if I'm not touching and experiencing and kind of acknowledging and appreciating things and people, it can be easy to feel like I need more. So this theme and focus of the simple things of life really helps bring the realness into focus, right? So the quote is, it is the sweet, simple things of life, which are the real ones after all. And so that third piece of the quote, which is the real ones, I think there is just so much noise in our world, in our lives, that it can be hard to connect to what is real for you. So to bring the final piece of that quote into focus is to really focus on what is real. And that is different for everyone. Like reality is a deep subject and we can go there another time. But what I want to just invite and encourage you to explore is what is real for you and what is real in the moment for you and what is real for the season for you and what do you want to appreciate? What do you want to cultivate and what is really real because uh, I was working with a client the other day and she was saying how she has separated from a very toxic friendship relatively recently and she has been releasing and uncovering these thought patterns and kind of ingrained practices that were just adopted through that relationship that are not real to her and they're not useful. They are not supportive. And so she is constantly coming back to what is real and her inner voice, her intuition is really helping her tune into what is real now in her business, in her life, in all of these different areas. So as you flow through your days and as you flow through the season, 
come back to what is real because oftentimes the mind can like run in a certain direction or we can get down these rabbit holes on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you are spending your time on the internet, Reddit. Like there's just these things that can kind of spiral. And that's part of human nature. Like there's nothing inherently wrong with unraveling things and learning and exploring and and all of that. But come back to what is real. So come back to the sweets, come back to the simple, come back to the real things that feel good and right for you. And as you do that, as you start to, if you feel inspired today listening to this to kind of use this quote as an anchor point for the season, like I'm going to, here are some things that I think can support you and some things that I'm going to play around with as well. These are not new. These are not revolutionary. And I hope that because of their lack of newness and their lack of revolutionariness, they will sink in, settle in, be easy to apply this holiday season. And if not like easy, like, oh, super, super easy, like easeful in a way that creates more space and joy and appreciation in your life. So first one is do one thing at a time just one thing. And I know that that is very tricky and we are conditioned not to do just one thing at a time. But I promise you, when you start to make monotasking, single tasking, just tasking, one task, (laughs) when you make that a priority and you know, you're not going to do it all the time. Like you're going to drive and talk and you're going to, you know, there's like, we live our lives and we are capable of multitasking. So you will multitask. There's nothing wrong with you if you do that. But making the practice of making one thing at a time a priority can just create so much spaciousness in the mind and in the body. And it can really help you be in that real moment right then with the thing that you're doing. So do one thing at a time. And then When you're doing one thing at a time, slow it down, slowing it down, whatever it is. I don't know how this works or why this works, but when you slow down, it helps you fall into flow. And the thing about flow is that's when time kind of speeds up or slows down or we become outside of time and time doesn't matter, doesn't exist in the same way that you're literally experiencing it in other areas of life or in other times of life. But when you do one thing at a time and then you slow it down just a little, it really does like just make flow so much more accessible. And if you're wanting more flow in your life, whether it's in work or in motherhood or in your relationships or in your friendships or in your relationship with self, one of the ways to do that is to slow it down. And when you slow it down, that also is a pathway, a doorway into the present moment. So do one thing at a time, slow it down just a bit, and then witness, experience, be in the moment. And I think that's why this quote is so resonant because when you slow down, when you do one thing at a time, when you come into the present moment, then you can really see and appreciate the sweet, simple things of life. 
So a few things that I feel inspired to do based on this quote and based on this conversation with you here today is to not carry so much, like literally not carry so much. So not try to hold the baby and my water bottle and my coffee and my phone and then walk down the stairs with all of that craziness while my four-year-old and my six-year-old are both talking to me at the same time. And then I'm trying to remember what to put on the Amazon cart and what I need to tell my husband later. Like that is carrying too much. So literally putting down what I'm carrying But then also on my calendar and in every other area of my life, putting a few things down and not holding on to so much. I feel called to turn on music to help set the mood and the energy for my days. It's something that just music is so magical. And I really love the holiday music of the season, but I also love just the wintery vibes of music. So I feel called to turn on music. And then I also feel called to turn off distractions. So tucking my phone away, you know, when I'm watching TV, maybe just watching TV, not also watching TV and flipping through magazines and scrolling through Instagram and, you know, shopping or wherever else I'm doing, and just turning off distractions. And journaling more, exercising more, writing more, keeping notes for myself that are actionable, finding space for solitude, finding space for connection. These are some of the things that I'm just excited to play with and explore in this season at the end of the year and inspired by this this quote. So I'd love to hear what it is that you feel inspired by and called to do through this episode, feel free to share it on Instagram or email me or just text it to a friend and say, hey, listen to this episode today. I think you'll really enjoy it. Those are all great ways to share the podcast. And if you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that is like the ultimate practice of appreciation. It really helps other people find the show and it helps me, you know, feel really amazing and wonderful. So if you want to share a little bit of love with me this holiday season, I would appreciate that. Here's what Lale Cox had to say about the podcast in her review. This podcast soothes you, teaches you, and motivates you all the while being immensely interesting. Listening to Kayleen guide me through finding and cultivating my inner voice has been a much needed addition to my self-care. Truly amazing, and I'm lucky to have found it when I did. Thank you, Lale. I appreciate you and love you so much. And if you want to leave a review, just open up the Apple Podcast app, scroll down to ratings and review, tap the five stars to rate, and then leave a little message. It doesn't have to be super long, but I read every single one and I would love to share yours on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to find ways to work with me, there's some amazing options right now, which I shared earlier, but I'll just kind of run through them real quick. The gift of intuition, the season sessions, and then there's also the free 21 days to intuition. This is a guide to help you get into your intuition with daily prompts and practices over three weeks. And then finally, the merry and mindful meditation and holiday resources, which 
those last two things are totally free and can really just help you jumpstart your practice with your intuition. And then you can dive deeper with that gift of intuition single session. And if you're ready to make the commitment for a whole year to yourself and to a community of women who are like you, encountering just the noisiness of life and wanting to have a bit more connection, a bit more joy, a bit more appreciation in everyday life, then the season sessions is totally for you. If you're listening to this live today on December 1st, then tomorrow, December 2nd at 10 a.m. Eastern time, I'm hosting another free inner voice journaling session in Jess Lively's living room. And then we have another one coming up on December 30th at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So the links to sign up for those are in the show notes today. Just click over and sign up for those. They're free, but you have to join live to to, to be there. So there's no recording or anything. And if you're interested in Jess Bella Lively's inner voice facilitator training, she is opening up a new one in January. You can sign up for it now. And if you have any questions at all, what it's like to be an inner voice facilitator, what it's like to get through the training. If you're considering it, let me know. I would love to talk it through with you and support you. So send me an email or send me a message on Instagram. I'm here for you, cheering you on. I just love that community so much. And I have found so much transformation, peace, and joy in my own life through connecting to my intuition. And Jess Bella's training is absolutely a part of that. All right, my friend, that's it for today. Here's what I want you to know. You are doing so well. You are guided on the path to your desires. So stay curious, watch for magic, keep listening to your intuition, play with trusting the beautiful wisdom you receive. And when you act, let inspiration flow through you, even in the smallest ways. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.